This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Former Prime Minister Stephen Harper taking to Facebook today to announce he is retiring from politics, a role he has held for almost 18 years. Jason Fiquette, Parliament Hill reporter for the Ottawa Citizen, he joins us today. Hello, Jason. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm well. Kind of interesting that he went to Facebook. You know, that's a real sign of the times, isn't it? When you have a former prime minister telling his Facebook friends, you'd almost think it would have to be some kind of a news conference, but not anymore. Yeah, Stephen Harper always did things his way. And, and this one I was a little surprised with. He, When he resigned as Conservative leader on election night, it was through a press release sent by the Conservative Party president. He didn't want to announce it on TV uh, in front of cameras. So I was expecting something kind of low-key, which I guess this sort of was. There wasn't any big flashy news conference. But the Facebook, yeah, it, it, was, it was a bit caught off guard. I wasn't sure if he was going to do something quite like that. But he always did things his way in politics, and uh, his res- resignation was, was no different. Uh, communicated it the way he did, and, uh, you know, frankly, a bit of a snappy, quick video. And uh, it was getting an enormous number of hits, so clearly people were interested to watch it. And and uh, he went out the way he wanted to go. And you know what, though, Jason, it almost speaks to the way his relationship was with the media in the last few years as prime minister. He really wanted to control the message. So when I heard the Facebook and saw it on my Facebook, I thought, yeah, I'm not surprised that he's doing this. Can we go back, though? Because I know he was prime minister for almost 10 years, but some people may have forgotten how he came into politics. I mean, he's been doing this for over 17 years, but take us back. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the game for, for such a long time, and people kind of forget that partly because he he, he had a, a bit of an absence. There was a period between his two stints in Parliament back even into the late 80s. He was involved in, in with the Reform Party. He ran for a seat in, a federal seat in Calgary West in in 88 and, and was defeated then, ran again in 93, and was elected with the Reform Party. But there was, uh, you know, a bit, bit of a disillusionment, I think, in his first few years in Parliament. He had a bit of a falling out with Preston Manning over the direction of the party. Quit in early 1997 to to go to the National Citizens Coalition, and you know he was out of politics for a while. And but at the same time, people saw that there could be this potential for this guy, and uh, his allies stuck with him, and they envisioned him coming back one day, and. Uh, slowly built his way back, and and you know back in 2002, he when Preston Manning resigned, he won the by-election in Calgary Southwest, and then uh, he, after he won the Canadian Alliance leadership, then obviously in 2003, which might be one of his greatest legacies, brought uh, united the right and brought conservatives uh, together, which. Uh, if had that not happened, there still could be could have been liberal governments. So it's it's a long stretch, a long period of time that that uh, you know, stretching well over two decades that he's been involved in the political game, and uh, it's quite um, quite a remarkable career considering. You talked to even a lot of conservatives 15 years ago. I don't think anybody would have thought that Stephen Harper would be prime minister for nearly a decade. So uh, quite an amazing achievement um, against the, uh, what at the time people thought were tall odds. And, and, and really, you're right. And, and I think it speaks volumes of his love of politics and how he was able to bring those two parties together. Part of me even thinks that here in Alberta, our right needs to be united. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's working behind the scenes on something here in politics and provincial politics as well. 
He absolutely. He's he has so much. Uh, he's so well liked still in Alberta. Has, has so much influence within the broader conservative movement, provincially and federally in that province. If Stephen Harper wanted to unite the right in Alberta, he could probably still win, even ahead of Jason Kenney. So I have no doubt in my mind that uh, Mr. Kenney might be tapping Mr. Harper for his advice in, in the in the background and that behind the scenes, Mr. Harper is 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 trying to do that because he undoubtedly wants the same thing that Mr. Kenney wants to do: unite the right not have an NDP government uh, win next time around. So he, he, he is very influential still amongst not only the MPs in Alberta, but uh, provincial politicians in Wild Rose and even some in, in, in the PCs who would like to see the, the right united. So he will, yeah, I, I think he will have uh, a significant influence. You just won't, won't see it quite publicly mm-hmm. behind the scenes. I think there will be a lot of people talking to him to, to tap his advice on, on how we did it federally and how we can do, it in, do, do, do that in the province. Jason, what do you think he wants his legacy to be? You know, that's a, good, a really good question because uh, he's got multiple ones if you look at it. But the broader, the broader one, uh, no doubt in my mind, is just a steady hand on the tiller during enormous global, prolonged global economic downturn. Now, when he went into politics, I don't know if that's what he thought would be his legacy. But uh, since 2008, 2009, when the, the global economy you know, was was taking a sharp downturn. He he focused on on the economy, and they turned one. Frankly, one of his what people thought was uh, was a downside of him is sort of stiffness, his lack of flashiness. The, the prime minister's office and Mr. Harper actually turned it into a good thing uh, for on their behalf, which was he's not focused on flash during these difficult times. He's a guy that's just going to work hard and try to try to settle the economy and and protect jobs balance the books and when at a time when a lot of people are losing their jobs and we're worried about the state of the economy they weren't worried about flash they're worried about just trying to put his economic expertise to work and you know balancing the budget the several important trade deals with the Canada European Union Canada Korea Trans-Pacific Partnership and uh, I think those will go down as probably arguably as his greatest uh, legacy, particularly particularly among conservatives, along with uniting the conservatives all within one party. And a couple other quick things. He he also did quite a good job, along with Mr. Kenny and other MPs, of, of attracting a lot of new Canadians, immigrants into the conservative fold that wasn't, also, wasn't always the, the, the party's necessarily strength. They did that in a lot of Canadian cities, larger Canadian cities and, and in, the, in the suburbs. And uh, I think a lot of Canadians, and particularly in the, within the Conservative Party, look back at that as some of his his greatest strengths. I mean, he obviously had some drawbacks during his time in government, and uh, including one I still to this day don't quite understand. He took on and went deliberately tried to undermine the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Canada, Beverly McLaughlin. I don't quite understand still why they went that way, but uh, for Conservatives at least, there's there's a, a long list of things they can point to, and I, I I think on a day like today, that's exactly what they're trying to highlight. Good insight. Jason, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Jason Fiquette, Parliament Hill reporter for The Ottawa Citizen. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.